you are listening to the Salty Witches podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Austin. And of course, we're here with Mike. Hello. And we have a very special guest today with us. We have Spiritually Southern Mama. Hi. Hello. Okay. And just to be clear, because we've got, is it okay, spiritually, spiritually Southern Mama or spiritual Southern Mama? It's spiritually Southern Mama. Okay. I really wish I could get my name back, but TikTok won't give it to me. <laughs> yeah, TikTok is just such a nightmare. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, all right. So, so spiritually Southern Mama. So you, you know, we have through social media, we have kind of kept tabs uh, on you. You know, we, we kind of are mutuals. We follow each other through socials and, um, and you've got a lot of really cool stuff going on, but the topic for our podcast tonight actually is going to kind of focus on the work that you do, uh, do as an astrologer. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, well, I guess the best place to start would be, hi, uh, my name's Spiritually Southern Mama, aka Amanda. I'm 32. I've been looking into astrology since I was 13. Um, really started narrowing my studies um, in Hellenistic, otherwise known as tropical or modern astrology right around 27 28 um between like 13 and 26 i lived in a jehovah witness household so there wasn't a whole lot of research i could do and then i kind of lost touch with it when i got married and had kids and all of that so it was here and there and i really studied like different types of astrology but i could never like go fully deep into it until like 27 28 um two kids a husband uh i like long walks on the beach and drinks every once in a while (laughs) (laughs) i'm horrible at introducing myself are you a tea or a coffee person uh coffee for sure gotcha okay all right you you you, you'll you'll fit in perfectly here um okay no no that's lovely actually that's that's good i just i just want our readers we always like our readers to kind of get a little bit of a sense of you know just kind of you know not only who you are but what what, you know what you got going on did you just call our listeners readers did I say readers? Oh. I may have said readers. I our listeners, our listeners, <laughs> to know who you are and what you've got going on. Um, so thank you for that. Um, You're so, welcome. Yeah, so recently, I've noticed really like like a big shift in focus on the information that you put out there. And I do consider you a teacher. You you put a lot of really good info out there, and um, and very specific info on like astrological correspondences, alignments. Um, I think you even I've seen you even do like daily kind of like horoscopes for different signs. I mean, I see you doing a lot of stuff with your your social media feeds. Um, but, um, and I guess actually that is going to kind of lead me to one of the first things I wanted to talk about. Um, we had we had many episodes back, we had another astrologer on the podcast, you know, and we kind of talked a little bit more about, you know, the process of astrology. You, because of the reach that you have because of the the following that you have on social media I really want to kind of get your take on how you feel astrology is being treated by basically just that by by the internet and by by contemporary like like social media so um um what what are your feelings on the availability of astrology on things like apps in the internet mixed um I love that apps are out there I love that information is widely available the problem is is you like everything else in spirituality I'm sure you've seen it you see people who read one paragraph and then suddenly they're the walking encyclopedia for the subject um and that leads to misinformation being spread, which with social media, as we've seen the rise of it, we see the rise of misinformation being spread as well in all facets. And that's not, ex- astrology isn't exempt from that. Um, the best thing for me that I really wish people would realize, especially on apps like TikTok, mm-hmm. most of your astrology posts are based number one in subjective opinion, And number two are based in something called sun sign astrology. And I know you've heard me before. I've called them clickbait posts because that's exactly what they are. Yeah. Um, It's to get a following. It's to get more attention to you as an astrology reader, which is great and all. And I'm I'm not ever going to knock somebody's hustle. I'm just not like that. But that's not a place to learn astrology. 
That's very one noted to me. And that's kind of what I see on social media as of late is very much it's clickbait material, which again, not knocking somebody's hustle, but people take that at, on a more factual basis than a subjective basis. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. I get, I get that. And I guess that's going to kind of, kind of moving maybe onto kind of like a, like, I guess maybe a part two of that question. And I think you really, you, you touched upon this, you know, you talk about like clickbait posts and these kinds of things. And, you know, there are, I mean, I, I see them a lot on different social media platforms, you know, whether it be TikTok, whether it be Instagram, uh, you know, Facebook, people still are using that, you know, and anyway, but it seems like there are, there's this phenomena, there's this thing that happens within other facets of the spiritual community where and I was actually just talking about this earlier today with someone else where like basically anybody that goes out and buys a deck of tarot cards then kind of feels like oh well now I'm a professional psychic um and I've noticed a lot of people popping up on social media platforms you know claiming to be astrologers you know and um and they seem to like a lot of times these are like very extreme personalities you know like uh, you know and you know and I I guess you know with with touching upon or, or, or what you were just saying and, and, and kind of what I was just mentioning here, what advice would you really have for people maybe in being able to recognize like, oh, this person is legit based on the information they're presenting. This person really is kind of just about the show. You know, are there any tips or any things that you could really tell people like, hey, this is going to be your first red flag? Your very first red flag with somebody in astrology is somebody who says doom and damnation with astrology posts. Um, I'm sure you guys have seen them. The ones that go, this transit is going to completely destroy your love life and knock mm -hmm. over all your Jenga towers. Yeah. Um, I would be a little wary of those because in astrology, just like with life, there's good, there's bad, and there's ugly. Even your most gnarliest of you know, aspects in conjunctions, uh, semi, sep oh God, it's, it's a long word <laughs> and I, my Southern can't say it, but it's a type of aspect that's really gnarly. Hmm. Um, and even the gnarliest of aspects, they're still good in them. All those harsher aspects like squares and, you know, oppositions and more major, uh, aspects, all those mean is that energy is, it's, gonna take some effort on your part and the other person's part depending on if it's two people or a certain transit or whatever it's gonna take effort to make that energy flow as smoothly as let's say a little bit of a nicer aspect such as a sextile or a trine mm -hmm. so okay. that would be my biggest red flag is anybody who like does a whole lot of doom and gloom uh raise your eyebrow at them Gotcha. Okay. And, again, and that would make sense. And we, we've talked about that in other capacities as well, where like that, that it's almost like people who like to peddle fear, like that, that, does, uh -huh. seem to, that does seem to get clicks. That does seem to get views. I don't know people out there, they love to be, love to be anxious and afraid, people I love guess. To be scared. Well, yeah. I mean, and there's psychology to that too. And we brought that up and kind of, you know, on the list of questions, there is a psychology aspect to astrology mm -hmm. um, and there can be, but there's also the psychology behind the viewership our brains still aren't wired for the 21st century uh we we don't have saber-toothed tigers anymore but our brains register to threat the same yeah um and so our brain is constantly trying to save itself because the moment you're born your brain goes oh shit i'm gonna die mm -hmm. and it literally tries to identify the threats around you to keep you alive that doesn't go away so if you like notice within your own lives, you're quicker to notice the negative things that happened to you than the pretty flower you saw that day or something positive. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of people go in. They see this negative transit. They're like, oh my God, my life is going to fall apart because they're going to think of all the other times and all the other threats in their life. And this one just seems like another one. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, since we're talking about that, since we're going to look at, at, um, kind of the the psychological maybe or be, maybe maybe psychology is not the word maybe like behavioral information mm -hmm. kind of benefit to this I mean so you know and, and touching back upon what you were just saying you know with like you know red flags and things to be aware of you know what what really what, I guess what am I trying to ask 
what what really do you see in in telling someone you know like giving someone information say like oh, you know you've got this transit or you know there's this there's this this particular celestial body moving into this this alignment within your chart you know these kinds of bits of information that could come through in in, in a reading um you know uh and in telling them that from what you're explaining would it would you agree that that information when even even when it's presenting as something as a challenge really is primarily about or should be looked at from the perspective of this is an indication or a sign of maybe how I need to change my behavior, or this Absolutely. is a sign maybe of, of how I need to maybe be anticipating a different kind of growth in my life while this other thing maybe kind of doesn't do what I want it to, right? I mean, Absolutely. I When I go into readings and we have harsher readings, I break it down and I explain it in a way, and usually some of the methods I use are usually things that people can relate to in their childhood. Like some people really excelled at hopscotch. Some people really struggled at basketball. Mm -hmm. This is your basketball. Um, it, it's not about like all the negative stuff this can bring. It's just about how you're going to adapt to the situation. Like take, for example, Pisces Mercury's. Um, when Mercury is in Pisces, it's technically considered in fall, which means it doesn't do very well there. Mercury doesn't like to be in Pisces. Mm. Um, so somebody with a Pisces Mercury, which is a more negative aspect in astrology, they're going to struggle more with their communication and they're going to struggle with how they process logical thought. And it doesn't mean that they're automatically deemed dumb or, you know, not be able to communicate, but you may see somebody who gets misunderstood a lot because their method of communication differs from those around them um, or the way they process things in their life uh, differs from everybody else around them. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. So I've got, I've got one. I'm going to, I'm going to kind of tangent a little bit on this topic because human behavior and psychology is just has always fascinated me. And I, I'm sure you too. I'm sure any anybody yep. I would think anybody <laughs> I would think that would start or uh, would decide to study astrology, I think by default is going to have to have some degree of fascination with behavioral, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and our human behavior and psychology. So I've so this is an interesting question, and um, you know, and I just I really I just want to kind of get your opinion or, or your your take on this. So I've had conversations a lot lately. Austin has these conversations too. We have um, now because of the um awareness more now of of you know the spectrum of neurodivergencies that we see you know um out there when you look at the say i'm just going to say and forgive me if this is you know maybe maybe not not a fair term to use but just like by like the standard kind of astrological kind of information or the standard kind of astrological forecast whatever that may be what, what's your opinion or what's your idea that that some of that information is going to impact or maybe should be interpreted a bit differently for people who are, um, I would say, maybe more seriously neurodivergent? Um, so when it comes to, and I'll use my daily collective astrology reports, mm -hmm. it really, okay, so the daily collective astrology report is basically just a broad overview of what the energy is going to be for that day. It's Kind of the way I explain it to people is it's the point of neutral. Like this is just how, this is what energy is out there. When you bring your own energy, because you are your own walking natal chart and the world around oh, you has its, are you, everything okay? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. So sorry. Yes. I, I, I dropped something. I apologize. Oh, I didn't even hear it. <laughs> um, so yeah, like the world has its own natal chart and this is the natal chart of the day. Um, so when your natal chart comes in to the point with the world's natal chart at that moment, your energy coming into that, that basic energy is now affected by your own. So really my natal, my daily collective astrology report, uh, could say, well, today, for example, Venus is opposed the South node, which is basically the relationship breaker. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, so like. This could mean that if you're in a relationship today, it could be really tested and it could either survive and thrive or it could come to an end. Um, but if let's say you and Austin here were to come in with your own natal charts and your Venus was conjunct uh, Uranus or the South node, the energy would be different for you. Does that make sense? Well, so, yeah, ab absolutely. Yeah. And, and and in asking that question, I really, to be honest, what I, I guess I was kind of, I was kind of leading you toward 
that uh, to an answer on that a little bit because yeah I, I would agree with you completely and I, I completely understand the individual impact of that information it has to be it's got to be highly individualized um I guess I just I wanted to see what your response would be to that because again this is a conversation that I'm having a bit more consistently with people these days as far as like needing to somehow alter or change information to make it more applicable to people who are, are again, I would say maybe a bit more seriously neurodivergent. And I'll be honest, mm-hmm. just personally, I, I think that's bullshit. I, I don't, I don't really agree with that. Um, but I wanted to see, <laughs> wanted to see maybe what well, your position on that was. I didn't, the strong, I didn't. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm one of those strongly neurodivergent people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so for me, I just, astrology, I'm just going to be candid for a second. Astrology yeah. is complicated as hell. Yeah. Um, it can look like Mandarin Chinese to most folks. Mm-hmm. Um, so even to the most neurotypical of people, they're going to look at that mess, tilt their head and go, what the hell did you just call me? And mm-hmm. you, you have to really put it into blunt terms and just go, hey, this square means that potentially your relationship may end today depending on how you act and how you handle it. And that okay. depends on your own personal natal chart. I don't think astrology needs to be dumbed down or, you know, I guess, smarted up um, for anybody. I think it just needs to be explained in a way that doesn't sound like Mandarin. Okay. And I think a lot of astrologers struggle with that on social media. Yeah. Because um, it's really hard to do it on TikTok in 60 seconds as is. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's kind of a thing in astrology, especially on social media, that astrologers struggle with, too. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you. you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And again, just to be clear, yeah, in in no way are we, in no way am I, you know, we're trying to you know question anyone's intelligence no, no, oh, no 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 no, no, no. Yeah, i didn't yeah, i didn't I mean just, that at all um yeah i think it's just like i said i've had this interaction with a few people where they've been like well you need to consider this when you're relating this information or this particular influence wouldn't mean the same for someone with say this neurodivergency and i'm like i don't i don't know that that's true like i'm like i don't know that i agree with that but i'm not an i astrologer. don't agree with it i'm not an astrologer so i you know like i said the, i, I want to ask the stars and the energy doesn't change because someone themselves is different yeah it's just going to change your interpretation of it but really at the end of the day if we want to go down that road we can go down that road but it's simple everybody's neurodivergence is different yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so how are you i that's one hell of an expectation to put on somebody in my humble opinion because how the hell are you supposed to explain a hundred different ways to a hundred different neurodivergent people yeah you know what i mean oh yeah 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 Okay, cool. Okay, like I said, I'm sorry. Sorry for the tangent there. I was just very curious because, that, again, like I said, that's a conversation I've had lately, and it just popped into my mind. Um, and <laughs> I wanted, I wanted someone who was more knowledgeable on the topic of astrology, maybe to to give me some some info there. Well, um, the way I see something like that is, Gemini is Gemini is Gemini is Gemini, right? Gemini yeah. is the ADHD kid of the zodiac, but go on, yeah. right? <laughs> so that's it's Gemini, and having someone who's like, oh well. I'm this, and that's why that aspect doesn't apply to me. Is like, okay, <laughs> well, maybe you've made those choices or had these things, but it's it's more than that. Gemini is always going to be this thing. That's not going to change, right? Just like Earth is always Earth. Mm-hmm. I'm yes not an no. astrologer. I, I yes personally, no. I, no, so no, how can fine. I? I think it's really cool that you brought that up, though. That's why I was like, ooh, he's going down a rabbit hole that I love so much. Welcome to Deacon Land, my friend. Um, so <laughs> you're, so a Gemini, there are technically three different types of Geminis. <laughs> um, a lot of people will say, like, there's two different types. There's type A and type B. No, there's type three because there are three different deacons to each sign. So, hmm. like, you could be a Gemini, but if you're born during the second deacon of gemini you now have libra influences if you're born in the third deacon you have aquarian influences Ah. so that's where like deacons and degree astrology starts coming into play because each degree has a zodiac correlation too so yeah it can get pretty gemini's can get pretty complicated that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) we are complicated i mean and yeah i mean and that that (laughs) angels huh I said okay. we are complicated individuals. Oh, individuals. I, I, 
I thought I heard angels for a moment. I was like, angels, huh? Wow, okay. Um, Gemini's think they are. <laughs> yes, they, yes, they oh, are. I do not think I'm an they angel whatsoever. <laughs> I have enough Virgo in my chart that that is not a thing. Oh, you do? I have plenty of Virgo. What Virgo placements do you have? Let's be friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Gemini sun, Virgo rising, Virgo moon, Gemini mercury. Everything else after that is Leo. Oh, so that explains a lot. I love yeah. your videos, by the way. Um, yes. um, she, she's so, like, now, now I know you. I truly know you. Oh, well, I mean, you overthink the hell out of everything and you're constantly asking the question 3,000 different ways to see if you get one different answer the entire time and you're constantly analyzing a situation and you like to psychoanalyze people, but that's here nor there, friend. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> welcome to a Virgo sun, a Virgo rising, a Virgo mercury in retrograde, all in the first house. Hi, wow. how you doing? I do it too. Jeez, <laughs> oh, wow, that's, that's, that is, that's so much earth, that's so much Virgo. Um, <laughs> Okay, so I guess one one last thing kind of along the lines of what some of what we've been talking about. Okay, so, and this is a question that I, every time I, I meet someone and I find out that they're an astrologer, that they're, you know, they're really into these things, they really are well studied with this stuff. Um, I always want to ask because there, there seems to be this very fine line and it's always shifting depending on who you talk to. But what what is your view on that, the line between these are the influences that we need to consider, but we also need to make sure that we don't put so much weight on these astrological influences that we lose autonomy or that we, we stop taking responsibility for our day-to-day -day actions. I love you so much for asking this question. Um, okay, so there are some people who will literally operate their entire life around astrological transits to the point that when the moon, when the moon goes void, of course, which happens every two days or so, Mm -hmm. they won't do transactions they won't sign any legal documents they don't do <laughs> shit their life goes on hold mm -hmm. and i'm just like it's not that serious my guy uh astrology is supposed to be a guide when you look at your chart and you interpret it you can see certain things that happen in your life at certain time periods but really the future is never finite that shit can change if you sneeze mm -hmm. so really i tell people look this isn't an end-all be-all you have the potential to change your future. The star's influence, it may be very influential, but it is not the end-all be-all. You are. Gotcha. Okay. That's that's very refreshing to hear because I, I, I've i gotten a very different answer from some other astrologers over the years, and I, I just have never quite understood that. I don't take myself or astrology that damn seriously. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I love this person. Yes. Yeah, that is I, very refreshing. I, I get so frustrated because I, I I know people who will straight up all of a sudden develop a gluten allergy because they looked at their chart and because of some Taurus Deacon, the something house of whatever fancy terminology node, they now have a gluten allergy. Never have okay. they had a gluten allergy before, but now they do because okay. the stars say so. I love carbs way too damn much. The stars are bay. I will say that. Stars are bay, bitches. However, <laughs> I don't give a flying fuck how bay they are. You will never <laughs> deny me carbs, ever. <laughs> I think we, we can certainly agree with you there. Uh, <laughs> between the Italian side mm. of me and <laughs> the, 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 the New Orleans southern part of me i cannot do the no carb thing yeah nope nope mm -mm. and if an astrologer ever tells me gumbo's off the table i'm gonna be like you lied <laughs> yeah oh yeah you can't get rid of the gumbo um, <laughs> gumbo <laughs> okay so here's 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 one i, I wanted to kind of or another question i wanted to, to, to kind of get your take on um the way the way that I think just just on average, just like just you know common common folk, right? Common people out there who are you know who are into astrology, you know to whatever degree, would you would you classify astrology? Would it would it be something more similar to say like a belief, or is it something more comparable to like an actual practice? Because it would seem like it could be both, but people approach it so differently. In my belief, it's a belief, it's a practice, and it's a science. Okay. um i'm sorry like and I, this is where i'm gonna get kind of on my soapbox for a second no, a little it, bit yeah. uh there are certain transits that have repeated in history 
Um, for example, when Saturn becomes friends with Pluto, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, things like COVID, World War One, World War Two, the Spanish War, uh, those all happened during those times. Yeah. And you can study the correlation of certain aspects of astrology to certain periods of time, and you can correlate astrology to certain events in a person's life. Take, for example, your first Saturn return as a mofo, and you mm-hmm. got three of them. Yeah. Um, well, two for most lifespans, but three if you're lucky. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I say, it's a science, I say it's a belief, and I say it's a practice. See, astrology is so beautiful, it can fit whatever box you put it in. Yeah. And I really wish people would understand that astrology. Astrology can help you grow. Astrology can help you learn. Astrology can help you broaden your horizons to different aspects of life. Astrology can be whatever the hell you want it to be. And stop trying to put a label on some shit that don't need a label on it. If you like looking at stars and different planetary bodies and wondering how the hell they interact with each other, that's fucking enough. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. No, 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 absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I, love, I love that response. Yeah, because I, I agree. I think that it is certainly something that's going to be different for every different person that would approach it. So, okay, cool. All right. Yep. Um, all right. So you mentioned um, when you were making your introduction at the beginning of the episode, you, you mentioned specifically that you are a uh, kind of a student of Hellenistic slash tropical slash modern mm-hmm. astrology. So I was wondering if you could maybe clarify some of the differences or, you know, between say Hellenistic astrology and a lot of what we're seeing featured on social media these days, you know, and I know that a lot of what's on social media these days, like the modern astrology, most of that is, is of course Hellenistic, but I'm, I'm noticing in the person or in the process, maybe of trying to, you know, get that extra follow or, you know, to put themselves out there in some way, I'm noticing that a lot of social media astrologers are really like taking a lot of liberties uh-huh so again so what what would you say to again maybe to our listeners like what what would be another say like if you you see someone online talking about this and they throw this thing out that tells you right then and there that that person really probably is not as studied on this as they are they're claiming to be in hellenistic astrology and, and this is kind of how i'll start it each zodiac sign mm-hmm. and the planet ruling the zodiac sign has a Greek story behind it. Take, for example, the symbol of Pisces uh, with the little H with the lot, you know, the little curvy H. Yeah. That's representative of the two fish that were strung together to help Aphrodite and Eros escape from Typhos's wrath. Ah, okay. Um, and they're really cool stories um, around the different placements and their planets like for example most people know scorpio is ruled by pluto we all know him as hades in greek mythology mm-hmm. and these different deity attachments and these different mythological stories really do influence the signs and kind of how they are um and so it's really important that you even in though tropical and modern astrology have their own take on things it's really important to remember the basis of where it came from which is Greek mythology and Greek astrology. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you have a lot, again, on social media, it's really hard to get the information out there in a way that TikTok won't kick back your video and give it no views. But yeah. if you look up the information they say online, um, you should be able to see now, again, with Google, I really don't recommend Google because Google doesn't go by accuracy. It goes by money. Yeah. Um, I would recommend third-party search engines such as DuckDuckGo. Um, you get a little more like, okay, this is kind of what's out there. It's not money-based. It's third-party. Gotcha. Um, so for me, look on DuckDuckGo, Google what they said, uh, or put in the search bar what they said. And most of the posts should be similar or pretty freaking close because again astrology interpretations are subjective mm-hmm. so you're going to see some varying differences but the crux of the information should be pretty close to identical okay. does that make sense yes yeah th- yeah thank you i'm i love that you you qualified or that you added all the the, the old greek 
uh, mythology and the, the lore and the stories around that because I think that a lot of people hear if they're not if they're not familiar with these things you know they hear a term like Hellenistic astrology you know and, and a lot of people are like I have no idea what that means so yeah so so that yeah thank you for for also you know for sharing that as well because I, I know that You're welcome that, that that I know has I've seen that confuse people over the years um let's see oh what do you feel with people just again on average? I mean, what, what is it that you you would say people get wrong about astrology? What is it that they misunderstand about astrology? Maybe that would be, you know, uh, something that we haven't really talked about quite yet. You know, like what is it that people kind of screw it up with? I think people tend to put emphasis on certain things because it's buzzwords take for example the mercury retrograde mm -hmm. everybody they mama and they dog freaks the hell out about the mercury retrograde yeah. because it's so publicized when really at the end of the day all you really need to do with a mercury retrograde double check your tires double check your spark plugs before you go on any sort of travel um make sure that you're double thinking what you say before you say it if somebody misinterprets you clarify it, it make sure you have extra batteries for your phone that sort of stuff it's really simple if yeah. you're gonna talk about a retrograde that really sucks the mars retrograde makes the mercury retrograde look like a baby and then there's the uranus retrograde which literally goes murphy's law let's bet um <laughs> anything that can go wrong will so mm -hmm. yeah that's that's something for me like certain things get really hyped and made to be this big deal that they're really not and end up getting people kind of, again, the fear mongering thing mm -hmm. when really there's like better, I, I guess, or worse in this case, aspects that also need to be paid attention to, but don't get as much attention. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So, all right. We, we kind of, touched upon this i think a few moments ago but i i would like to get just a little bit of clarification on this and this is a, a, a personal question that i've got but also i'm sure one that our, our listeners would be curious about we sure. austin and i have been told by other astrologers that when trying to determine uh personality like you know when trying to kind of you know like read someone in that sense that that you really have to consider not just the sun sign and the rising, but you really do need to look at the big three. That's kind of the term that I've heard is the big three. Uh, I say that's a little vague. Okay, um, okay. Can you can big, you explain that? Yeah, absolutely. So your big three, your sun is your personality. It's what you write about yourself on a list, a piece of paper. Okay. Your moon is your emotional state and how you process your emotions and your rising determines how you look how you present to the world and how you present in the different aspects of your life the rising sign is super important and that's why a lot of astrologers will say for these transits when i say certain signs it relates to your rising not your sun um okay but for me take for example if i'm looking at austin and i want to see how he responds to anger i'm going to mm. look at his moon sign and his mars sign um, and I'm going to see where those placements are and if they have any sort of more harsher aspects to them. Let's say his moon is in Aquarius and it's square his Mars and Virgo. Um, that tells me right there that he's a person that bottles up his emotions until it gets to be too much and then he goes kaboom. Um, so that tells me I need to check in with him more on things that I interpret might be something that bothers him because the Aquarius aspect is going to make him feel closed off unless he absolutely trusts me. And the Virgo is going to make him kind of anxious about the subject as well as a little critical on himself. Hmm. So those aspects together will help me determine how to be a better friend to him. Number one and number two, to save myself from getting blown the hell up on because somebody don't know how to talk about feelings. Gotcha. Um, hmm. Or if I want to see how they process their relationships i'll look at the moon and a venus conjunction um and where that's at and so for me the big six really matters because mercury is how you process intellect venus is really how you process all of your relationships the relationship with yourself platonic relationships and romantic relationships mars is your drive it's related to the schmexy time for those of you interested in that um 
And it's it, it. So to me, just the big three is a little vague. If you go into the big six of somebody, not only can you help navigate a potential friendship with this person and any pitfalls in that aspect, but you can also learn about them so you can be a better friend of them in general. Um, for my people listening, for ladies, you want to look at their Mars placement or for my gay LGBTQ plus people who happen to be interested in the male variety. You want to look at their Mars placement because that tells you what type of man they are and what they're what you're looking for. And for, you know, men who are interested in women or women who are interested in the woman variety, uh, mm. you're going to want to look at their Venus because that tells you what type of girlfriend or partner they're going to be. Yeah, that you know, that's an interesting question. And I <clears throat> I run into this in. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm a palm reader. I, I do a lot of palm reading and um, and I the the traditional associations in palm reading are very gendered um there there are very like solid like this is always considered a feminine this is always considered a masculine and if we look at you know and and you know you as an astrologer you know um with kind of a lean you know toward more contemporary or modern astrology how how have you handled that? I'm very curious about that because we we always try to be um, you know very aware and sensitive of like you know our our trans and our non-binary um, you know brothers and sisters and just community right um, and uh, you know really pretty pretty much anybody on the LGBTQ plus spectrum right that would maybe be less than comfortable with these very traditional male female kinds of polarities. How how have you found that you've had to modernize your practice or change your practice around that? Well, for me, uh, if it's a non-binary person, that means they don't believe in gender. So I'm going to look at both Mars and Venus. Okay. Um, okay. Or And I'll also add other placements like Jupiter and Uranus and things like that, because uh, in astrology, and this goes a little more complicated, but you have different asteroid placements like Juno and Hera mm. and Zeus and things of those natures. So you can really look into those relationships as well, especially for our non-binary trans and hmm. other NB little family members um, who may okay. not identify to the gender spectrum. So yeah, there's ways around it. I think it depends on each astrologer. That's a very like individualized thing, but I tend to go into my readings on a very gender neutral basis okay. and kind of get to know my client and go from there and tailor it in person. Okay, very cool. Okay, good. Okay, I'm glad. I'm, thank you. I'm glad for answering that. I was I was struggling to word that properly, that question. And, um, but I, I'm always very curious about that, because I, I think that that is definitely uh, an example of how many of these uh, very ancient spiritual practices, or, or uh, you know, whatever you may call them, right, how the, these things, um, how, how they do have to kind of, they, they've got to be modernized, you know, we have to try mm -hmm. to find new ways to you know to put that information forward new ways to be able to interpret information given the way that culture society just just humanity in general is has continued to kind of evolve so um so okay cool okay i'm all right i'm, I'm digging that yeah i was i was just curious because i i know that that's something that has popped up for me a few times over the years um, absolutely i'm an open book with questions so pretty much anything goes yeah <laughs> Well, no, and I think, I think that's good. I mean, you know, I, um, you know, maybe focusing a bit more on, you know, like the LGBTQ plus spectrum. Um, I've noticed um, how, to, how to word this. I'm trying to figure out how to word this without like being, well, I don't know. I've noticed some hesitation, I guess, in the astrology community, just kind of at large. And I'm not talking you here, but just, just other, other yeah. astrologers I'm familiar with. Um some hesitation to um to kind of do just that I guess to kind of modernize or to kind of take into account like these are people that are going to be you know for whatever reason in different places around some of this information you know their their values and their choices will be a bit different and um you know and so I guess I'm I'm just wondering like what what would you say would be the holdout there is there anything in astrology particularly like older you know older processes to astrology is there anything that really would make it difficult to be able to modernize some of that information um i mean it depends on the person for me because again hellenistic astrology a person who has hellenistic uh ancestry um, may take it a much more traditional route because mm -hmm. that's their culture. While somebody in America 
may be able to modernize it a lot easier because, well, modern is what we know. So really, okay. again, I feel like that's individualized, but I want to touch on the point of how some astrologers really struggle with making the differentiation um, for our LGBTQ plus folks versus our heteronormative folks and the mm -hmm. relation to gender and all of that. I don't understand why, because the Hellenistic practice and the Hellenistic people, they, they didn't frown upon the LGBTQ plus yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, in fact, they, that was a part of their culture. So mm -hmm. like, really it's already set up for you to do it. <laughs> like, okay. 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 Th thank you. I just, I, yeah, I've just, I've, I've, once again, that's something that I, I've kind of noticed a few times over the years in interacting with people. I've noticed um, hesitancy or it would almost even seem like from an outsider's perspective anyway, um, almost like a difficulty in some of these people and their practices to be able to take that information and to put that forward in, in a, a slightly different way to be able to be fully accepting and open and accommodating of everyone. So um, okay. I, I, I feel that. <clears throat> gotcha. Cool. Okay. So this is a fun question that I, I also always like to kind of ask astrologers, you know, okay. so, and, for, and forgive me, like I said, you said you were an open book. So, um, sure am. So, like I said, and this might sound like a really dumb question, but I'm always curious to get, uh, again, an astrologer's uh, opinion on this or, or uh, position on this, because I, I'm of, I'm of the belief that so much of what we can attribute to contemporary, like astronomy, not astrology necessarily, but astronomy um, you know, our our interest, our understanding, our our desire to to know and to understand more and to learn more about space and all the celestial bodies that that you know surround us. Um, mm -hmm. we, we really wouldn't have any of that without astrology. We really wouldn't. Um, and like the constellation Orion and the constellation Scorpius, um, mm -hmm. which is where Scorpio comes from. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a story behind those constellations and actually Scorpius was the son of Gaia and Orion pissed off Gaia. So Gaia sent Scorpius to kill Orion mm -hmm. and they both got put in the stars because of it. And those constellations that you see in the sky really come from the stories of Greek mythology and the astrological practices from greek astrology so i think that's really cool you brought that up yeah okay okay i've, I've just i've always curious because i know that when when that conversation is comes up in mixed uh like mixed groups of people mixed company you always find this you know not not necessarily an argument but this you know this very like very clear lines drawn between astrology and astronomy and while they are absolutely different things I, I'm, I've always been kind of of the belief that we really wouldn't have what we identify as astronomy if we hadn't established a, a fascination in astrology to begin with. Uh, I absolutely agree. Okay. Ooh, all right. Well, I don't know. You know, is there, Amanda, is there anything else that you would want to maybe talk to our listeners about where astrology is concerned? I just have one thing to say. Yeah. If you're listening and you are interested in astrology, don't be afraid to ask questions. There is no such thing as a dumb question to me. There is simply an unasked one hmm. um, because astrology is so complicated and it does so, sound so much like Mandarin. Um, really, the quote unquote dumb questions are quite reasonable um, and because astrology is so complex. So don't be afraid to ask those questions. Don't be afraid to research. Don't be afraid to cross-reference your research. We say that a lot, especially on witch talk. It applies to astrology too. You don't get to get away yeah. from that. Yeah. Um, cross-reference your sources, but don't be afraid to dig into it and don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, I've had so many people hesitate to ask me what certain aspects mean on my astrological reports. I'm like, no, 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 ask those. Like, it's okay. Um, because I want, I want people, I'm, I'm a book nerd. I love hmm. when I find an interest in something, I deep dive into it and I learn everything I can because autism. So, <laughs> um, and hyper focus, hyper focusing on stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I hope 
to find that person who loves astrology and wants to learn everything and just is super excited. I hope that you don't listen to the astrologers who are kind of like heavy and doom and gloom and clickbaity and all this and kind of get discouraged. Don't get discouraged mm -hmm. by social media. Yeah. It, it's kind of like the highlight reel you hear people talking about. 90% of the, the stuff you see on the screen is faked and glamorized with ring lights and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so don't take it for literal fact because it's not always literal fact. And don't let somebody diminish your thought and, and, and your excitement in astrology just because they make it seem a little sad. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Oh, all right. Well, Austin, did you have anything you wanted to ask? Um, nothing, nothing more than thank you for having me on. I feel extremely honored. Oh, no, I would. I mean, we're, we're honored. We're, we thank you so much for, for spending the last few minutes with us and, and for answering some of those questions. And um, yeah. So, you know, can you, can you let our listeners know where, where can they follow your work? Where can they learn more about you and, and what you do? I am spiritually Southern mama on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, if you look up spiritual or spiritually, you'll find me. Um, I am the most active on TikTok. I'm trying to get more active on Instagram and Facebook, but ADHD one thing <laughs> at a time. But you can follow me on those other platforms. So TikTok is where you're going to see me most. Okay. Okay. That's, you know, that's, that, that's one, one last question, because this is one that I find a lot of people that do the work, you know, like astrologers, psychic, you know, spiritual practitioners of whatever kind, right? You know, I, I, this is one that I, I like to ask a lot as well, you know, of different people, but it, it is a lot. You just mentioned like ADHD and how you're, you know, you're working or trying to get a little, little more going with Instagram and Facebook and these other things, but, you know, but, but beyond the realm of just ADHD, you know, there, there really is only so much time and energy. What, what would you say has helped you in your life between balancing, you know, the day-to-day -day things, you know, you've got a, a relationship you're taking care of. You've got, I think children, you've got, you know, these, these other things that are going on in your life, right. That are kind of the day-to-day, -day, you know, quote unquote mundane kinds of things. But then you have on top of that, you know, you have your spiritual and those, those other kind of esoteric pursuits. What have you found has been, been most helpful or what is one of the, the most helpful things that you've done that's been able to kind of help you keep your hand in both of those things? Weed. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, hey, that's, that's a fair answer. That's a fair answer. Same. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm being honest, like I know you're good. That, for the that's, sake of that's, candidness. No, please. no, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, that's that's no that, that I mean, like I said, that's fair. I I just you know there was no um, I didn't really have an expectation for an answer to that because you know we're all so different, right? And we all find different things to balance our lives. Um, but I I know a lot of people out there they struggle with that a little bit you know they they struggle between well I want to live this magical spiritually empowered life but you know but I've got to get up and go to my job and you know and I got to get I've got to get home and I've got to cook for my family or I've got to you know whatever it is right you know um, the way I, I balance that in all seriousness besides you know the legal stuff just in case for the nosy person listening um, <laughs> uh, you know. Spirituality, it doesn't have to be that complicated, nor does astrology. Try the best you can. Mm -hmm. If you mess up some days or you miss holding your incense stick at the right angle at the right hour of sunlight, you know, I, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not like trying to crack jokes, but some people take it that seriously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's, and, and I'm not knocking that either, but some people hold themselves to this really high standard. And when they don't feel it, they feel bad or they feel inferior. Mm -hmm. And for me, again, I don't take myself that seriously. And to be honest with you, I don't think my God's, take it that seriously either i think if you're trying your best in the aspects and you're doing what you can do that's what matters okay does that, does that make sense and it does absolutely I, I love that answer and i you know i'll be honest my, my answer to that question would be almost verbatim what you just said because i i agree completely um okay and the, and again thank you for sharing that because i i do think that a lot of people beat themselves up you know when they when they shouldn't so yeah all right well i like that yeah i now know an astrologer or astrologist 
astrologer same thing right i've been using the term uh, you're the word astrologer all night but that's a good question do you have a preference of astrologer or astrologist uh i don't give a damn what you call me as long as you don't call me late for supper okay. uh <laughs> um i don't I really say that all the time yeah <laughs> Um, I don't really put an emphasis on what you call me as long as it's, you know, not my full name, because then I think I'm in trouble. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I have found a kindred spirit. Yes, have you have found a kindred spirit? Okay. We no, need to add each other on TikTok. I don't think I follow oh. you, Austin. I know I used to follow you, and then my account got banned. Because, oh. you know, TikTok likes go. to Thanos people. Um, oh, yeah. TikTok oh, yeah. does like to that, that 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 app has just become such a hellscape. I I would just love to be able to get off there, but it's you know when you that's that's the the curse of a business, right? Is you you've got to fall back on social media a lot of the time. Um, Listen, I will say this: I am in a blessed place right now because I can say these words because I'm not on TikTok anymore. My tick my FYP is filled with titties, cute animals and mm. comedian bits i'm happy <laughs> oh, very nice. okay good well, good i'm glad to hear that all right well i don't and, and and i really think like i and i'll say this publicly i kind of left the the talks and i won't just say the one that we're a part of because that's not fair <laughs> um they're not the only one yeah. but i've left most of the talks that have well drama um yeah. And I've found that my experience has been a whole lot lighter since I thinned out my mutuals list mm -hmm. and I started staying in my own little corner because, you know, my bisexual self is repressed in Alabama. So I got to take it where I can get gotcha. it. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. I, I have found that I just say what I'm going to say, do what I'm going to do. I'm probably going to piss off and hurt people's feelings. Mm -hmm. And if you're, if you've been following me for a minute and you still think like, Oh, he's going to like be super nice when explaining something like, <laughs> like, why can't I use white sage? Then you are so wrong. It's even in my bio. It says a fed up witch who is sick of getting yelled at for free education. Oh, I feel you 110%. I say the whatever the fuck I'm going to say. And if you don't like it, uh, that's a whole lot of not my problem, but a whole lot of yours, my friend. Mm. Yeah. Um, but down here, that tends to lead to me either going to jail or the hospital. And I can't <laughs> afford either one. Yeah. So I tend to be a little more careful and just yeah. walk away from situations because my Gemini's and Mars and it's really Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde sometimes. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I just, it's so refreshing to have an astrologer who is like, yeah, I mean, it's a blueprint, but I'm going to eat bread. Fuck the stars. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Because, like, I understand where some of that comes from, but I'm also, I've, I've always been this way, and I guess this is maybe just something I have to deal with, but, like, as a witch, uh, I, you know, I grew up practicing, and then the further and further I got into it without my grandparents teaching me, the more and more astrology happened. Because my nonna, my mama, they're like, I don't know. I don't, I, I just do the things. Pretty um, much. The more and more I, I got, I, I, I dove deep. I was like, whoa, there are people who are living their lives not to the fullest because they are terrified that because Mercury is in micro braids <laughs> that we're going to die or or yay yet another favorite of mine is sorry that's just my personality i'm an asparagus and i'm like you don't get to blame your assholeism on the astrology well, fuck you right? yeah. exactly you know because if we were going to go with that well i'm so forward and blunt because my mercury is in gemini and um and i have a mars 
but my Mars placement is in Leo. So you've offended my sensibilities and pride. No, <laughs> you, you pissed me the fuck off. It doesn't matter where my stars are at. You said something that I didn't like. Fuck you. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and it's, and, and, and I have a, I have a friend who's very like star, 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 stars. And we, we, we don't necessarily get into debates, but I very much am like, mm-hmm, yeah, what you just read in on me is really totally incorrect, but that's fine. You go ahead and believe that's how you need to handle me. And you'll learn that it is not true. I, I have been called an anomaly by her. And I'm like, really, if you just ask me, I will tell you. Like, it's uh, fine. I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, see, my husband, you, it's funny you bring up an anomaly because my husband's the same way. He's a Pisces sun, Gemini moon, Gemini rising. He doesn't express feelings and he doesn't talk. Hmm. So really, that's because his Pisces moon is in the 10th house of Capricorn. Uh -huh. So of course that Capricorn influence is going to be like, yeah, fuck a whole feeling. Yeah. Um, and then what a lot of people think about Geminis is Geminis are just these super talkative people. They can be, but they can also be very observant and their mind can be moving all yeah. the time. Mm -hmm. And they're keeping tabs on every move you make. That's the type of Gemini Austin is. Um, and really, it's his Gemini moon and his Gemini rising are in between on the cusp of his first house and his 12th house. And it's got a lot of cancer energy pushing behind it. Hmm. So, yeah, he keeps his emotions to himself. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it depends on the astrological placement. And even still, again, it's a blueprint. It's not a guarantee. Yeah. It's so refreshing okay. to hear that. Nice. Yeah, it, is, it, is, it is nice to hear that. <laughs> I'm also going to say, I think that being called an anomaly, I would take that as a compliment. Yeah. Like, oh, it is. I remember the first time that that this person pulled my chart and they're like, no, there's no way you're a Virgo rising. And I was like, oh, bullshit. There's not. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that out loud. Oh, well, well, like, and like the further they delve, delved into it, they're like, oh, and I'm like, I, I guess I, for the longest time, thought I was a fucking Libra rising because I didn't know my actual birth time. I was just like, eh, it's good. <laughs> and a lot of people don't realize that, believe it or not, your astrological placements, they got personality traits too. If yeah. you look at your nine personas chart, it tells you those personality traits. Take, for example, my Aquarius moon is in the sixth house of Virgo. But it's got the persona of a fucking cancer moon, which is why I struggle with talking about feelings <laughs> um, ah. so much. Um, but yeah, no, like when you're looking at somebody's astrology, yeah, you could see a lot from the natal chart, but to really pinpoint somebody, you got to look at degrees, you got to look at the house placements, you got to look at the aspects, you have to look at their persona chart for each placement <laughs> and you have to look at a bunch of different factors to really nail somebody um because otherwise it's like looking at a puzzle looking at the puzzle of austin with like 16 different pieces missing and trying to you know describe his face to somebody who's blind yeah it's lots of hair there's a lot of hair involved you do have you have a lovely beard um that's his leo and mars there you go exactly <laughs> it's true yeah that would make perfect sense so, well, uh, okay. All right. Well, again, I want to say thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, and I'm sure our listeners are going to love this, this conversation. And, um, and you, you were extremely knowledgeable. We will, in addition to you already listing your, um, your socials, we'll, we'll make sure we get those tagged on the episode when it goes out. Um, it's going to post tonight. So it should be available. Um, probably it's like tomorrow morning is usually about when it rolls out. So um, Absol yeah. absolutely. And to the astrologers who listen to this mm -hmm. and happen to get offended by <laughs> what I said or in your feelings, just remember, astrology is subjective. I never said you couldn't practice astrology and not eat your bread, homie. I just said I like carbs. The stars are bay, but they're not that big a bay. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and I, th I think that, and that, that is also worth mentioning. You know, I think there are a lot of people out there who just seem like they're, they're, they're just they're looking for a fight, and it's it's so ridiculous. I think, yeah, these terminally online people, I've I've taken to calling them. Um, 
Mars is in retrograde and my Mars happens to be in Gemini. Play with your mama. Don't play with me. (laughs) There you go. So, all right. Well, if you'll hang on for just a second, we're going to go ahead and we're going to wrap up the recording for now. Yay. That was such a good episode. And I think I found a new best friend. Uh, She's just, she's lovely. And I, I, I love the stuff that she shares on social media and, um, yeah, and again, all of our listeners, please go give this this person a follow. Yes. Spiritually Southern. Southern Mama. Yes, and Mama is spelled M-O-M-M-A. Um, was that on TikTok? Yeah. Okay, that's TikTok. I think it might be different on the, her, on their, her Instagram page. Let me, let me pull the Instagram. Let me, let me pull this up anyway, because we're going to... Mike is verifying. We're going to want to have this information linked in a moment anyway so one second now i won't be able to find it i never remember where the search feature is on instagram because it's at the bottom and i'm like shouldn't it be at the top okay so here we go so it looks like so spiritually southern mama and on on instagram it's m-a-m-a mama like m-a-m-a yeah so I think it's just the, the spelling you've got is just the, just the TikTok thing, but um, anyway, but yeah, but as she was as she even said on the episode, if you go on to any of those social media platforms and you just do a search for spiritually southern, you're you're you'll you'll find her. Yeah, um, yeah. So, all right. Well, I think that's an episode. I think so. That was it was a fun episode. Do we have any listener questions that we need to answer? Um, do I do we have listener questions? Let me take a quick look. You know, we always have listener questions. Oh, that actually is a very good to be bringing up, Austin. Thank you because I I got a very odd notification from Anchor. Anchor is the uh, is the platform we is use. the platform that we use to record the podcast. And I got this notification from Anchor Anchor indicating that we'd had um, listener responses to mm-hmm. episodes. Um, but when I went in to look at that, some of the responses that we had on those episodes were like months old. And I'm like, why am I just getting notified now? So what I want to say to those of you who listen to the podcast, if you have a question, if you have a response, if there's something that you would like to communicate with us, um, I'm just going to ask you, please don't try to respond directly to the podcast. Um, through Anchor or through the platform. If you can, please contact us through our Instagram page. If you just do an Instagram search for the Salty Witches podcast, um, you can also contact us at the shop, which is uh, email address is info at cat, the letter N, cauldron.com. Info at cat and cauldron.com. Yes, N as in Nancy. Yes, N as in Nancy. Yes. Maybe we should Thank just you. create a separate Gmail account for the podcast. We, we could certainly do that, but then I I already have five email accounts that I have to keep track of. I'd rather I'll, keep have tra- to I'll just keep track of that one. one. And that'll be my response. Okay, if you want to set that up, well, that would that. be lovely. Um, so, anyway, but contact us there because that way we'll actually get your messages in a timely manner and we can get back to you with your response. So, with me doing that, what we're going to do is it's going to be saltywitchespodcast at gmail.com. I highly doubt that that is taken. So. Maybe you should, uh, maybe you should double check that before you actually. You know what? Set that up. I'm going to give me just a second. I, th- I think you should. Um, okay. After double checking, that is available, and our new podcast email account is the Salty Witches Podcast at gmail.com. and it is witches spelled W I T C H E S. Super simple. It is literally the name of the podcast. Salty Witches Podcast at gmail.com. Okay. Perfect. So send all of your questions. <laughs> Um, if you have any um, episode suggestions, if you would like to be featured on an episode, anything like that, you go ahead and shoot but us. If you want to be featured on an episode, you better have some good shit to talk about. Yes. And um, if it's anything that's not very good, then we'll talk about it then. But you can just totally send an email over to there. Um, and I don't, I don't want to see spam. I don't want to see political shit that's pro-Trump. In nature, in that email account. Yeah. If that happens, accept, that's a... Are we accepting nudes? We'll accept nudes. No. Uh, no nudes? No. Okay, all right, okay. Sorry, sorry, no nudes. Um, that's super inappropriate. Is it? Totally accept nudes. Uh, well, you're the one that's monitoring the email account, so you're going to be the one that gets all this. I'll share. You do like eggplant. Um, all right, let's... 
talk about upcoming episode topics next week. We will be uh, back with our buddy Jasper, who has been on the podcast before a couple mm-hmm. of times. Um, Jasper contacted us with a really good suggestion on uh, basically ways to help balance out the pressures and the dramas associated with the holiday season, um, spiritually and magically. So uh, Jasper, uh, they will be on that episode chatting with us on not only the mundane, I, I should qualify, Jasper does have a degree in, in psychology. So um, so I should qualify, Jasper, uh, they will be discussing not only magical ways that we can kind of keep ourselves a little, little more sane and grounded during the holiday season, but also mundane ways, the import, importance of asserting boundaries, healthy boundaries, even with family members, things mm-hmm. like that. So that will be our, our topic for the next week. Good information for us all, I believe. Uh, the week after that, we are going to be talking about elemental spirits. This was a topic request that we got a few weeks back, and with the things that we'd already gotten scheduled for the podcast, we just have not had a chance to get there yet, but we will be getting to that one very quickly. Um, and I believe after that, we'll be doing an episode on dream work. Cool. Um, did we already do something on we dream work? We did an episode on uh, astral travel work. I and I believe, on work I believe on that episode, we did discuss or we did go into or and mention dream work specifically. This, I think, is a bit more practical. I think that this person, when they contacted us, they're looking for, I think, some tips and techniques on how to do this, to do dream work more effectively. Um, and also, I think, really, to be honest, some discussion on why. What's the point? Mm-hmm. Why even bother to do dream work? Okay. okay. Um, so I think it'll be an interesting topic. That brings me up to a, an idea that we could do. Uh-oh. We could have a mini podcast episode where we actually talk about the importance of like grounding and centering and aligning and then allowing one of us to actually take the listeners through that process. Okay. Do we need to do an extra episode for that? Can't we just do that on one of our normal episodes? We totally can. We should give people a heads up, though, if we're going to do that so that they can, like, have some headphones or something so that they can, like, really... That'll be one we'll be like, please don't do this in your car. Uh, Please don't do this while you're driving to work. Please don't do this at the gym on the treadmill Mm -hmm. because you could... Hurt yourself. Hurt yourself. Or Or someone else. Yeah, exactly. Or both. Um, Yes. Okay. Cool. All right. Well... All the fun stuff. Um, I love you, Austin. Thank you for being my co-host. Yes, I love you too. And um, I think I'm done talking now. Cool. Happy witching! <laughs>